Podcast. Laura and Mitch. Come on in. End of the week. It's Friday. Hi. We made it all the way here. It's Friday. Yep. Yeah. It sure is. Mitch, I have a question for you. Yeah. You doing something fun after the show today? Like bowling? Oh, wow. Real funny. What? Because I'm in a bowling shirt. You should look like it's you're in a bowling shirt. It's real funny. <laughs> it's really, it's, it looks like something Kramer from Seinfeld would wear. Thanks Aww. a lot, guys. That's so nice. Kramer's cute. Okay, because Kramer's a very lovable eccentric character. character. We're heading into the weekend. Let's have some fun. Let's not bully me. Are we doing anything fun on the weekend? Are you, are you going to sell a house after this? Gavin Rubenstein over there in the blazer? Because i got a blazer on. I wear a blazer like four times a week. There's Laura Burns stuck in a house with 12 cats with her cardigan. Yeah. <laughs> Laura loves a cardigan. No, I... Do you know what? I do look exactly dressed to the part. I'm taking care of my children all by myself this weekend because my hubby is away. Well, that's what you're channeling. He's left me with the kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to stay with my mum. We're, we're picking up that vibe. The cat is actually stuck to your back. Anyway, <laughs> I've got a, a new a new phenomenon taking over Australia, guys. It's called hot bedding. And Aussies are sleeping with strangers. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm wow. Break. Yeah. Sounds like my 20s. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here at the pickup, all thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head in today. Great savings every day. Happy Friday. It is the Pickup Friday with Britt, Laura and Mitch here. Right now you can try the new fragrance DC10 Sport 100 mils by Dan Carter. New and exclusive to Chemist Warehouse for just $49.99. There is a new phenomenon sweeping Australian shores. Mitch, I feel like this is something you could get on board with or in bed with. It's what Aussies are doing to save money. It's called hot bedding. There's a woman, Monique Jeremiah. Uh, she was in a relationship with a boyfriend. They decided to split up. COVID happened. Cost of living went up. And they decided instead of splitting, they would just stay friends and maybe they could be roommates together. But they took it a step further. And instead of being roommates, they decided to share a bed to save no. even more money. Hang on. Don't you say no when I'm telling the story. I'm already poo-pooing this. So they decided to share beds completely platonically purely to save money. They went about their own lives. They had different schedules. All they did was use this shared bed to sleep. Now, hang on. Monique charged her ex-boyfriend, now friend, now bed sharer, $170 a week to sleep in the bed. So it helped her pay the rent. He saved, I'm sorry, he's the winner in this situation. He saved so much money because he didn't pay bills, didn't pay anything. And now this hot bedding phenomena is taking over. Wait, so it's like hot desking because in businesses, you, they're, they're hot desk. The bed is like, you just have it when it's free. Yeah, it's but you don't share a desk with this. Like, you don't share the same desk with someone. You get your own desk. So hot bedding, surely they should be doing it like shift work. You sleep from this time to this time, then I sleep. This this to me, they're all boning. I don't believe it for oh, one second. Laura, Everyone's yeah. getting down jiggy jiggy with it. I couldn't do this with my ex because I would just want to sleep with them. Yeah, that's exactly what, surely that's where this I, goes. Do you know what? I'm not against this. I think with the the crunch and the cost of living crisis right now, people are doing what they have to. People were losing jobs. They, they Literally, the rent is through the roof. There is a housing crisis. I'm sort of on board with this. Now, there's research from the University of Technology in Sydney, and they found that 3% of the 7,000 students living in Sydney and Melbourne hot bedded to save money. And wow. I guess it's a different thing because yeah, uni students often don't have as much money. But hang on, Laura, before before you come at me, we've just had Joe call in. Hey, Joe, you're a hot bedder yourself? Uh, <laughs> no, so this was a few years ago. Um, my ex and I broke up and um, we just decided to still live together for a little while just while we worked out everything. Um, so he worked night shift and I worked a normal day job. Um, so we kind of just, 
I slept during the night and then he slept during the day. It re- worked really well for a while as we shared our um, rent and everything. Mm. So that was really helpful. Sometimes there was a little bit of crossover. Oh, yeah. What I, do we mean by crossover? Was there, would you say, cross-contamination? <laughs> I hate to prove you right. But, yeah, sometimes there was a bit of, like, you need to over time. But hang know, on. So. What's the problem with that? I think that's fine. If you want to get jiggy with it and save money simultaneously, but you're the winner here. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying... Where there's smoke, there's usually fire. And I think that it could create some complicated situations if you're literally sleeping with the person who sleeps in your bed but you don't want to sleep with them because they're your friend and they're paying you $175 a week. just sounds like a disaster wait, I don't wait, want wait. to be a part Sorry, of. Sorry, rogue idea. Why don't you just buy another bed? Like, because I'm sure. Buy a bunk bed? Well, <laughs> Joe, why didn't? Hang on, let's ask Joe. Joe did it. Joe, why why didn't you buy another bed? Well, because he worked the night shift, um, it didn't really matter. Like we just figured, okay, you just have it normal hours and at night, and then he can have it during the day when mm. I'm in the office um, or working from home. So it didn't really matter um, in our heads at that time. Um, but yes, it did. It ended up getting a little bit complicated. Mm. Like when we when we finally moved out, um, we both ended up moving out of the, the apartment at the same time, which was a bit silly. But yeah, our lease was up, and we were like, you know what, we just need a fresh start. So, um, and I mean, this was years ago, but we are no longer in contact or friends or anything. Wow. So maybe you did add a bit of fire to it. I don't know. Okay, my um, my big question though is, if you are just platonic and you're both sharing a bed, what happens if you go out to the nightclubs and you? want to pick up someone and you want to take them home oh, and then you've got Sarah good. paying $175 a week sleeping on the other side. How do you explain that situation? Bro, you play the away game. So you can never bring I mean, someone home. Or it could just be like they get a free show, you know, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> but, no, I, but are you, joking? <laughs> I don't think you are. Um, all right, next on the show, um, Laura, uh, you had a meal. I didn't have a meal, actually. I had to eat my own words. I have gotten myself into quite the situation, and it's because I tried to pin something on my husband, and it turned out I'm the problem. Oh, we could have told you that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> can't so, wait. Can't wait. All right, that's next on The Pickup. It is The Pickup Friday Arvo with Britt, Laura, and Mitch. Head into Chemist Warehouse today. You'll get great savings every day. Guys, I think I'm, like, careening towards divorce. Oh, wow. I feel like every week there's a divorcee-ish careen. I, maybe we're just at work. Oh. Do you know why? We're coming up to the seven-year itch. Oh, I thought Maybe you were going to say the just... full moon. I was like, don't go. No. Yeah. Retro- Venus is in retrograde. No. Um, look, something happened with Matt recently, my darling husband, and I blamed him for something that I probably shouldn't have. So what happened is we have this – I have a phone, a spare phone. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm I have a phone. <laughs> Can I just say I'm already team Matt. I've got a burner no. phone. I have a spare phone. My drug phone. <laughs> no. Okay, the reason why I have a spare phone is because it has all of my app authenticators on it and I haven't figured out how to transfer it from that phone to my new phone because I'm old and I can't use an iPhone. Can you just download the authenticator app again? No, Lord. I haven't been able to set it up properly. But the reason why I need it and it's so important is because – on my old phone is the Authenticator app for Instagram, and that is what I run my Tony May business off, right? Okay. Right. So, guys. <laughs> Laura, so you could just call me and I would have sorted boom, it in 10 boom minutes. Up, but boom okay. <laughs> no, I keep the phone in a drawer in our study. I know where it is always. Because if I get logged out of the Tony May account, my business account, I am screwed. That is how we run it through okay. social media. Yeah. God only knows how you run it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I keep the phone in the top drawer and I found out recently that Matt has been using it to record his podcast episode. So he he takes it out of the drawer. Oh. He goes to meetings with it. He flew to Melbourne with the phone. Anyway, I explained to him how important this goddamn phone was. I explained to him that it's got all my access codes and everything on it. It's not allowed to go anywhere. 
it has to stay in the drawer. Mm -hmm. So the other day, Matt flies to Melbourne and I went looking for the phone to take it to work because I was like, do you know where it'll be safer? I'll take it to my office and he'll never be able to find it and I'll put it somewhere really safe. And I opened the drawer and it's not there. And I was like, Matt, you've taken the phone. I called him, FaceTimed him, and he's like, I haven't taken it. He's like, I swear it's in the drawer. And I was like, cool. Spent 45 minutes trying to find this phone. The kids are in the car screaming because I'd already put them into their little seatbelts. I'm pulling everything out. 45 minutes later, I call him again. And by then, my fury was through the roof. I was like, you've taken it? And you've lost it. You're and now I you're in Melbourne. I cannot authenticate. Now I the can't. kids hate you. They hate you as a Our father. Our children are screaming. My business is going down the gurgler. Okay, I walked into the office after spending, it was literally an hour of my day gone looking for this thing. I walked into the office and I said to my, to my sister and my staff, and I was like, if there's a murder tonight, you know why. I am so mad. Matt came home from Melbourne that night and he spent two hours looking for it. And he said, honey, if there's one thing I do with my life, it will be that I will find that phone. And he kept saying to me, are you sure you didn't move it? Because I haven't touched it. He's like, I saw it there. I know it's there. And I was like, you're gaslighting me. You? You manipulative? Gaslighting me. I was like, you've lost it. You're a man. I've seen Barbie. You're you're Ken. (laughs) Anyway, a couple of hours pass and he, um, he gets car keys and he goes out to the car with nothing else. And he comes back inside completely silent and he tosses me the phone (sighs) and he says, it was in your car. I have no memory. I picked up the phone. I have zero memory. I went to the drawer at some point in time. I took the phone out. I put it in my car and then I abused my husband for a whole day. I just, in that story, I just embodied Matt and the satisfaction he would have felt throwing that phone. No dialogue. Just the phone says it all and walks away into the sunset. I doubled down. I said, you planted it. <laughs> You're insane. You're insane. She's lost it. I have seen Laura come up to me before. In we're working, right? She's on the phone and she puts the phone down like she whispers to me. She goes, Babe, have you seen my phone? And I'm like, You're on it. <laughs> I think my brain is broken. Oh. And I'm definitely gonna be single soon. Back on the market, everyone. Oh, Laura Burns. So at Lean and Cat on Instagram. You're <laughs> manic, Laura. Manic. She's she's lost plot. She next, does it a lot, but I can't the, tell her. Next on the show, a mental health professional uh, to assess Laura. <laughs> To make sure she's not clinically insane. I do love my husband. Sorry oh, about that. Everyone. All right, we're back after this on the pickup. It's the pickup for your Friday afternoon. Uh, Britt, Laura, and Mitch here. Hey, try the new fragrance DC Ten Sport One Hundred Mill by Dan Carter. Go, Dan. New and exclusive to Chemist Warehouse for just forty nine ninety nine. God, we were having a laugh at this story, weren't the three of us? Weren't we? Oh, oh yes, we were. The God. noise alert. Oh, it's so funny. It's very us. Uh, this, this story's going viral. Get this. A dad. Um, is baffled after his neighbour complained that he's been chopping tomatoes too loud. How on earth would they know that it was tomatoes is what I want to know. A very good question. Do you know why? Because I feel like it's very, um, like it's a consistency of the chop and the slice. Yeah, well, apparently mm. the neighbours complained that the, the chopping of the tomatoes was so loud, the other neighbours all got together in a group and said, we need to talk to this man upstairs because he's just chopping too loudly. And also that they're walking too loudly. I'm sorry, are they breathing too loudly as well? It would be so 
embarrassing. It would be so humiliating to get a letter from your neighbours yeah. saying that you're doing something too oh, loud. Could you imagine? Apartment. I'd be mortified if someone sent a letter. Imagine it then having people talk about it on the radio. It would oh, oh, it'd be God. next level bad. Imagine um, if you were doing something else. Like yeah. imagine if you were um, doing the horizontal dance of love oh, and your neighbours heard that. And then imagine if you produced a radio show that had the ability to bring it on the air no. and talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no. Producer Tony, please come to the microphone. Hello, Producer Tony. Producer Tony, is this ringing some kind of bell? <laughs> you did not. You did not. This we, is not okay. We did some detective work. We heard a rumour in the radio world that there was a letter floating around, a complaint about some sexual escapades. Laura has this letter. Um, Tony produces our show. We adore her. This story is completely fake. We just had to talk about it so you didn't know we were going to do this. How did you manufacture? I produced this radio show. How did you manufacture an article Your beautiful partner, Nick, uh, has given us this letter that was left under your doorstep at your apartment. Um, Laura, should what I give you some... What we didn't know is yeah. that Tony likes f- to be a little bit loud. She's a fiend. Just oh. a small request. So if, why don't you d- detail the letter, Laura? It's two-pager, so I'm just going to summarise. Do you a little bit. Highlights. Do we have to do this? I know what's in the letter. Just no, a small request. That. You probably have no idea, no idea just how bad the acoustics are in this building. <laughs> they are terrible and sound really penetrates yeah. between the apartment walls. I know, there's a lot of euphemisms. So it would be very much appreciated if between the hours of 1pm and 7am weekdays and midnight and 8am weekends, you were able to keep the volume down. Sorry, what time? Because this morning at 4.30am, <laughs> I was kept awake by a woman screaming no, in your this, bedroom. This is my favourite part. As this is such a tight tight building we are all on t- <laughs> we are all on so top good. of each other like i said more euphemisms tony I the know, fact I'm so that no the fact that you tried to keep this letter from us and how you kept this letter from us. I mean, I understand us. why you kept this letter from of us. Of course. This is exactly why I kept the letter because then I knew it was going to go on the radio. I have more questions. Why are you getting down and dirty at 4.30am yeah. in the morning? Okay, this particular night, I was a little wine dr- drunkies and it, we came <laughs> home at, I think it was like 3am and... Things escalated after that because you know how loud are we talking? Well, loud enough that Unit Two heard it. <laughs> Hold on, can, can you turn? No, to, how loud? Can, wait, can you turn to page two of this document they've left under your door? One of my favorite parts. Page is also, two. Also, <laughs> two pages. If you need any help, here's my number. They're, they're almost <laughs> inviting herself in for a menage a trois. <laughs> okay, but in all honesty, producer Tony, yeah. um, just keep your voice down when you answer this. <laughs> uh, how do you feel now, like walking back into this tight knit community that's all on top of each other, knowing that you're making eye contact and they know that you're a screamer? And like, no, 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 I haven't gone back there. This is my oh. boyfriend's apartment. I've got not gone back. He's he sleeping on the street now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sleeping in the car. That's 100 percent what's happening. What are you going to do? I, Never go back. I've literally, I've gone under the cloak of night when <gasps> I've gone back into the house, and I run, I run up the stairs. I've avoided eye contact with all of the neighbors. I hope you do it very quietly and take your shoes off. <laughs> yes, I shuffle up those stairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm mortified. I could think of nothing worse. No, just, can I? be honest when we got this we thought what like what can she what can you do there's not you can't change the way you are in the throes of love yes no. you can yes you can, can there's you? definitely some volume controls i want to know how long did the session go for no, how long I did you keep them awake for it was a solid session <laughs> well they're, they're actually i'm impressed i've got about 15 minutes in me before i need to go back to sleep to be honest brit laura and i've discussed we're so impressed we're going to give you a pay rise <laughs> We are so impressed with Which is work. actually out of our control, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're giving you some cash. And we're also secondhand humiliated for The you. cash yes. is for soundproofing in the apartment. <laughs>
We love you. No, we love Thanks. you. But keep it down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, Mitch, turn off the mic. You're representing the show, okay? To us proud. I didn't say, I'm from the pickup in the throes of love. Yes. She's going, the pickup. The pickup. Pick me up. All right. Nothing like that at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, right? On that note, let's go. Um, if you missed any of the show today, we were talking about hot bedding. Laura almost got divorced. It's all on the podcast. Wait, producer Tony needs some hot bedding. Yeah, right, yeah she does. Um, on the iHeartRadio app, search the pickup. And when cold and flu strikes, d- d- Demazin gets it done. Always follow the directions for use. Coming up next, we've got the boys, Will and Woody. What's on the show today, guys? This afternoon on the show, if you missed it, recapping everything involving Woody's death-defying stunt, mm. nude, on a snow trike in one of the coldest places in Australia, plus another whole row of Taylor Swift tickets to give away. Thanks, legends. Have a good one, team. Enjoy See your weekend. You guys. See ya.